Welcome to the Wisconsin Wrestler Podcast with your host, T. Fenwick. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of the Wisconsin Wrestler Podcast. I'm your host, Teague Fenwick, and today we will be discussing the last sectional in Division Two. That is that Southeast Sectional D. And with Wisconsin Lutheran moving up to D1, there will be a new team sectional champion crowned. And we will be talking about the contenders for that team sectional title and much more today. But before we get to that, uh, just a few plugs to get out of the way. Remember, you can subscribe to us on Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, iTunes. You can even listen to us on Alexa now as well. You can follow us to stay updated and Twitter at the WI Wrestler Pod or on Facebook at the Wisconsin Wrestler. Also, Division Three teams, if you would like to send any information in, you can email us at the Wisconsin Wrestler at gmail.com. So send any information that way about your teams if you want to get a little more in-depth look for your fans in the next couple of weeks when we do those Division Three previews. But before we do Division Three, we do have one more sectional to get out of the way. That is the sectional D for Division Two. That will take place in Lomira this year. And the first regional we're going to be taking a look at is the North Fond du Lac Regional. And there's quite a bit of shakeup in this regional. There's teams coming from three different regionals from last year. We have a few teams completely jumping ship from new sectionals from the Little Shoot Regional. And then we have teams from Sheboygan Falls and one team from the North Fond du Lac Regional from last year. So the first team we are going to be looking at today is Berlin, one of those teams that's coming from a different sectional. They placed second at the Little Shoot Regional last year with 190 points. They're returning six of their 10 starters from that team. They do lose Austin Shry, who placed third at 170, but they are returning CJ Kurzik, who qualified for state at 195, and also three other sectional qualifiers. It'll be interesting to see how those three sectional qualifiers do this year, given that they are in a new sectional. Uh, moving on now to Campbellsport. They finished first in the Sheboygan Falls Regional last year with 193.5 points. At team sectionals, they lost 43-30 to to a tough Keel team. From that team last year, they were turning 7 of their 13 starters. Only 85 of their points, though, even though they're bringing out more than half of their team from last year. They do lose Kate Heisdorf, who qualified for state, and also Matt Cable, who placed third at 195. But they are returning someone who'd made it to the Cole Center last year, and Drake Muhlenbach, who qualified for state at 106 pounds. So if Campbellsport can fill a lot of those holes left in their roster, uh, try to keep an eye on them this year, they should have another pretty good team, as they usually always do. Moving on now to Lomira, who placed fifth in the Sheboygan Falls Regional with 164 points. They return 11 of their starters and 133 points, returning a couple of state qualifiers and Alex Gundrum and Adam Saar, who qualified at 132 and 138 respectively. Lomira, another team that should have another full 
or almost full roster come regional time. So expect them to have a good team this year. Looking now at North Fond du Lac, St. Mary Springs, just a little bit about them from last year. They were co-champions of the Flyway Conference. They did beat Lomira in the duel, and they lost to them by one and a half points in the tournament, so they shared that Flyway title. They finished third in the North Fond du Lac Regional, the regional that they hosted. They had 223 points there. From that team, they are returning 13 of their 14 starters and 203 of those points. They come in ranked honorable mention in the state this year. They will be led by two two-time state place winners, one in Marcus Orlandoni, who placed fourth the last two years at state, and also Andrew Forsyth, who placed fifth the last two years, and also state qualifier Lane Fritch as well. They're returning seven seniors and four juniors and also have some freshmen that will compete for varsity spots, but be pretty tough to get a varsity spot in a team that's returning 13 of its 14 starters. So expect a more improved North Fond du Lac team this year from a team that last year was already pretty solid. Moving on now to Omro, another team coming from the Little Shoot Regional. They placed fourth there with 131 points. They're returning eight of those 10 starters from last year. And they do lose Mitch Potratz, who placed third at heavyweight last year. They will be led by returning sectional qualifiers, Caden Besaw and Kyle Dietzen. Looking at Rippon now, they placed fifth in that little shoot regional with 129 points, so just two points behind Amro. They're returning five of their nine starters, and they will be led by returning sectional qualifier Leroy Colton. So expect Rippon and Amro to have another good battle here come regional time. And looking at the last team in this regional, we have Wapan, who's from the Sheboygan Falls Regional. They placed sixth in that regional with 62 points. Out of their seven starters last year, they are bringing six back. And those starters will be led by Trevor Raker, who qualified for sectionals last year, and also Blake DeGroff, who placed third at regionals. So here's hoping that DeGroff can make it onto the next stage this year and get a chance to wrestle during sectional weekend. And that is all the teams in that first regional. Just to look at the team predictions here, um, Rippin, Wapan, and Amro, I think they're all going to be going at it for that fifth spot. I think ultimately Amro is going to have more returning starters than Rippin and Wapan, and they should be able to fill their roster out a little more too. So I have them getting away with that fifth spot. Um, Berlin and Campbellsport should be in a fight for third. I think Campbellsport's bringing a lot of firepower back, and I think they'll be able to get more points than Berlin from just a few starters. And then we have Lomira and North Fond du Lac. So two teams that battled it out in the flyway last year should probably be the same picture again this year. I do have North Fond du Lac beating Lomira to take this regional you returned 13 starters from a team that was 10 points away from making it and well, it was a very tough regional for them last year. And I think all those guys are going to be hungry to make it one step further and make it to the team sectional scene. So from that regional, I have North Fond du Lac making it out to team sectionals. 
Looking now at the second regional here, which will be hosted by Kiel this year, and this regional is bringing in Plymouth and Sheboygan Falls. The first team that we're going to be looking at is Chilton Hilbert, who placed second in the North Fond du Lac regional with 225.5 points. They are coming in this year ranked ninth in the state, returning 10 starters. They do lose Zach Bainline, who placed fourth at 145, but they do return a couple of hammers and state qualifiers, Maverick Ott and Zach Lisso, who qualified at 138 and 152, respectively. And those two will be complemented by Phoenix Ladd as well. And Chilton Hilbert, one of the more successful teams in this whole sectional this past decade, expect them to kind of have the same amount of success going into this year. Looking now at Elkhart Lake, Glenbula, Howard's Grove. They placed fourth in the North Fond du Lac Regional with 208 points last year, returning nine of their 14 starters with 132 points from that regional. And a little fun fact about that regional from last year. Of the six teams competing, there were four teams with all 14 starters, one team with 13 starters, and you love to see that. You love to see these teams bring in full rosters for the regional tournament. It makes for a fun and a little longer day of competition as well. But back to Elkhart Lake here. They finished fourth in that regional with 208 points. They are losing a couple of state qualifiers in Cody Rebidu and Matthew Shorer. But they are returning Wrestling Lopez-Lloyd, who qualified for state at 132 last year. And also sectional place winner Ben Meiselwitz. And just to clarify... Uh, if you were a sectional place winner in Division 2 or 3, then that means you got one spot away from qualifying for state. So hopefully for Ben, he can find a spot where he could fill in and qualify for state this year. And that'd be awesome for Elkhart Lake to get a couple state qualifiers back this year. Moving on now to Keel, one of our team sectional qualifiers from last year. They finished first in that loaded North Fond du Lac Regional with 232 points. They beat Campbellsport 43-30 at team sectionals and then lost a heartbreaker to Wisconsin Lutheran 33-32 for a chance to go to state. But don't expect Keel to have a down year of any sort. They are returning 11 starters from that team. They're coming in this year ranked 10th in the state. And they will be led by Andrew Shad, who placed fifth last year at 120. And he will be complimented by Alex Kleinhans, who another guy that was a sectional place winner last year. Moving on now to New Holstein. They finished sixth in the North Fond du Lac Regional with 96 points. Of their nine stars from last year, they are returning all of them. And that team, with everyone coming back, will be led by sectional qualifier Mike Voles and John Sessing, who plays third at regional. So, New Holstein, if they could bolster their lineup a little bit, uh, add a few more starters to the mix, and then have Voles and Sessing lead the way with point scoring, they could have a pretty solid showing at this regional. Moving on now to Plymouth, who is one of the teams coming in from D1. They placed third in the Manitowoc-Lincoln regional last year with 142 points. They're returning nine of their 11 starters. They do lose state qualifier Josh Cole, 
but they are returning a state qualifier in Devin Gore and also bringing back Evan Ladwig, who placed third at sectionals in Division One, which means he was just one spot away from qualifying for state last year. And expect Plymouth to make an immediate impact in this team race come regional time. Looking now at the last team in this regional, Sheboygan Falls. They finished third in their hosted regional last year with 174 points. They're returning eight of their 11 starters. They do lose a couple of state qualifiers in Connor Pierce and Scott Clem, but they return Cole Maddock, who was a state qualifier last year, and also Evan Pierce, who qualified for sectionals last year. Looking now at the team predictions for this regional, I have New Holsting and Sheboygan Falls kind of battling out for that fifth place spot. I think Sheboygan Falls is going to be able to fill more spots, and I think they will kind of edge out New Holsting to get that top five spot. And I think that already says a lot about the strength of this regional. You have a team bringing back all their starters projected to finish sixth within a regional. Moving on after Sheboygan Falls, Elkhart Lake, Glenbula Howard's Grove, I think they're going to have more starters come regional time. And they also have a couple of guys that are going to be able to get them those big points. Kind of score between 20 to 26 points in that regional. I think that's going to push them to the fourth place spot above Sheboygan Falls. And then you have a good three-team battle here between Plymouth, Chilton, Hilbert, and Keel. While Plymouth, I think they're going to be able to score points in bunches. I think Chilton, Hilbert, and Keel will be able to fill out their lineups completely. So that'll push them ahead of Plymouth. But right now, the same case as last year. I think Keel has a little more depth, and they're going to be able to get a couple more points, and they're going to need every bit of points to win this regional. But I have them moving on to team sectionals just ahead of Chilton Hilbert. So exactly like last year. Moving on now to the third regional. That regional will take place in Port Washington this year. We have Grafton that we're going to take a look at first. They were third in the Catholic Memorial Regional last year with 185 points. They're returning nine of their starters from last year's team. They do lose Alec Davis, who qualified for state, but they still have a couple of state qualifiers coming back. They have Austin Griefkiss, who made it at 106, and Ellis Flager, who placed sixth at 152. So Grafton bringing back a couple of hammers for their team this year. Looking now at Kewaskum, who placed fourth in the Sheboygan Falls Regional with 166 points. They're returning seven of their ten starters from last year. They lose Eric Bauer, who was a really impressive wrestler. Uh, lost at state last year in the finals to Sam Peters in the 160-pound finals. That was an awesome match to watch. And they also lose Tanner Goman, who placed sixth at 170. They do have a state qualifier coming back, though, in Braden Mertz. And they also have three other wrestlers who placed third at regionals. So, Kewaskum, kind of a smaller team with how much they're returning, but it looks like they're bringing back plenty of firepower to be somewhat competitive in this regional. Looking now at Lake Country Lutheran, who is coming up from Division Three. They were at the Kenosha Christian Life Regional last year. 
They placed third there with 98 points. And they are returning four of their six starters from last year. All four of their returners are sectional qualifiers. And that's going to make it really interesting to see teams jump sectionals, whether they're switching divisions or whether they're just switching sectionals in the same division. It'll be interesting to see how those four sectional qualifiers from last year fare in this year's regional and sectional. Moving on now to Mayville, who finished 7th in the Sheboygan Falls Regional with 45 points. They're returning 5 out of 6 of their starters from last year. They will be led by Ty Hawker, who placed 3rd at Regionals. So hopefully Ty this year can end up getting that top two spot and make it on to sectionals this year for Mayville. Looking now at Port Washington, they were runner-ups in the Sheboygan Falls Regional last year with 184.5 points. They're returning seven of their 11 starters from last year. They lose Tristan Griswold, who was a state qualifier, but they are returning state qualifier Blake Pfeiffer at 126 along with four other sectional qualifiers. So look for Port to score their points in bunches this year, and hopefully they can just fill in some starters along the way so they can have some success come regional time. Moving on to Watertown Luther Prep, they placed fourth in the Watoma Wild Rose Regional with 93.5 points. So we have another team coming in from a completely different sectional. From that fourth-place team last year, They return seven of their 12 starters, and they will be led by Josiah Moore, who placed fourth at sectionals. He was a place winner. Hopefully for Moore, he can break through and get to that top three spot at sectionals. So that is all six teams in that regional. We will take a look now at where these teams stand. Uh, Looks like it should be a close race between Mayville and Lake Country Lutheran. One of those matters where... Depends on who's going to have more people in the lineup come regional time. Uh, Watertown Luther Prep is kind of in that same mix. I had them slightly ahead of Mayville just because same deal. They're going to have more starters than those other two teams. Kewaskum, Port Washington, and Grafton will all have a good battle for that first place spot. And kind of the story with this whole regional, I think Grafton will probably have the closest team to a full lineup. And I think with the firepower they have coming back, that along with their sheer numbers should bring them to a regional title. So we have three regionals down. The last regional we are looking at in Division 2, this is the Catholic Memorial Regional. And we will start by talking about the hosts themselves, Catholic Memorial. They finished first last year in their regional with 223.5 points. At team sectionals, they did lose to a strong Wisconsin Lutheran team, 64-12. to They're returning 10 of their 14 starters from last year. They do lose Brian Flanagan, who placed fifth at 182 last year. But they returned Sergio Carini, who qualified for state at heavyweight. And Carini will be complemented by four other sectional qualifiers as well. So Catholic Memorial looks like they're bringing some Good depth back from last year's team sectional team. Looking now at East Troy, who in their own regional last year finished fourth with 172.5 points. And pretty impressive. They scored 172.5 points with only 10 starters. 
from those 10 starters, they lose Jake Desart and Jacob Price, who are both state qualifiers. But they have a couple of state qualifiers returning as well. And Wyatt Kegley, who qualified at 106. And Tommy Larson, who did win state at 113. And along with those two, they have a couple of other sectional qualifiers coming back. So don't be surprised if East Troy can get three or four people back to state this year. Looking now at Martin Luther, placed fifth in that East Troy Regional with 108.5 points. From their lineup last year, they are returning seven of their starters. They will be led by Peyton Smith, who was a sectional qualifier last year. And they also have a lot of other young wrestlers who placed third and fourth at regionals. So expect overall improvement this year from that Martin Luther team. Looking now at uh, Pius XI Catholic School, they finished fourth in the Nicolay Regional last year with 112 points. So they're another team coming down from D1. Of their nine starters from last year, they are returning seven of them. They lose Nate Kane, who made the podium last year at 145 with the sixth place finish, but they will be returning one sectional place winner and Terrell Hood. So hopefully for Hood, he can break through here. He's in a new division, a new sectional, uh, get through to the state tournament. Moving on now to Shoreland Lutheran, who finished sixth in the East Troy Regional with 50 points. They're returning six of their starters from last year, and they'll be led by Taylor Johnson, who placed fourth at regionals. So Shoreland, Lutheran, they have a decent little group coming back. Hopefully they can build a good culture within their room this year and get a couple of wrestlers onto sectionals and maybe even competing at sectionals as well. And the last team that we are looking at in Division Two, St. John's Northwestern Military Academy, You've probably heard about them quite a bit at State. We'll be talking about that why in a second here. They finished sixth in the Catholic Memorial Regional last year with 40 and a half points. They are returning all four of their starters from this year. And obviously the starter that sticks out from St. John's is one of the best wrestlers, not only in the whole state in Division Two, but probably all three divisions in general. I'm talking about Aiden Medora, who is a three-time state finalist two-time state champion. He secured his second state title at 138 pounds last year, and he is a fun guy to watch wrestle. So if St. John's is ever at a tournament that you're at, they don't have a big team, but they do have one of the more exciting wrestlers to watch in the state this year. And with that, let's go on to our last team predictions for Division Two. I have Shoreland Lutheran and St. John's, at the back end of this regional, Shoreland Lutheran is just going to have more starters, I think. And this type of regional where not a lot of teams have full lineups, I think that'll make a big difference. So Shoreland Lutheran just ahead of St. John's. I have Pius XI finishing just ahead for Martin Luther. I think they'll make a good transition from Division One, And Pius XI are kind of stuck between that lower tier, and these next two teams. I have East Troy just ahead of them, finishing in second. And East Troy is absolutely going to be bringing the hammer in this regional. They're going to have four to six guys that are going to be scoring at least 15 or 20 points for them. 
But the big question mark right now for East Troy is, can they get to at least 12 or 13 or maybe even 14 starters? And I think that's what separates East Troy from Catholic Memorial. I think Catholic Memorial have close to, if not a full lineup, and they do have a couple of guys who will be able to get a lot of points for them as well. And I think that depth is what's going to push them ahead of East Troy. But definitely don't count East Troy out of the regional running this early in the year. So we have all four of our regional winners picked. That brings us to team sectional predictions. The first matchup is Grafton versus North Fond du Lac. Like I said before, North Fond du Lac was 10 points away from making it to team sectionals last year. They're bringing back almost all their team but one starter. I think they're going to end up beating Grafton. They'll probably get some forfeit points somewhere as well. And you can't have that against a team like North Fond du Lac. The second matchup here is Keel versus Catholic Memorial. A couple of sectional qualifiers from last year. I think Keel ends up on top in that one. But it'll be a good back and forth battle. They're both bringing back a lot of starters from last year. And it could come down to one or two swing matches for either team. But I have Keel edging out Catholic Memorial in that one. Which brings us to the sectional championship, or the hypothetical sectional championship that is for this sectional. It'd be North Fond du Lac versus Keel. Two teams last year in the same regional. Keel beats North Fond du Lac by not even 10 points. Uh, if I'm North Fond du Lac, I'm hungry coming into this. I'm looking to prove myself. And Keel does have a little bit of more experience with the team sectional scene. But I think North Fond du Lac is just bringing back way too much. And I think they will edge out Keel and be the sectional D champions. And that is all for Division Two. We have gone through every single team these last two weeks. And folks, we are getting closer and closer to wrestling season now. I believe we are only 25 days away from the first practice. I know I'm excited for it. But before we get to that first day of practice, we do have some more previews to get through. We will be looking at our first Division Three preview next Tuesday. And saying this for the first time in a long time, Stratford and Coleman will not be going against each other at team sectionals this year. In fact, Stratford is in sectional A now, that Northwest sectional. But that Northwest sectional always has a lot of solid teams. Is there anyone that can challenge Stratford, the newest team in this sectional? We will talk about that and much more on the next edition of the Wisconsin Wrestler. Thanks for listening.